comes in. Oh, oh yeah! yeah! And he's gone! Nick at the first slip. Beautifully bowled Nathan Lyon. Lyon is and he's got it! Knocked him over! Cox Poles destroyed! The Goat's already on fire! Nathan Lyon, what a catch! It spooned back to him. He flew like Superman. Nathan Lyon, you are a star! As another chapter in cricket's greatest and most enduring rivalry begins, let's talk to one of the best players in the world, a player that is the most popular in the country and a player we cannot wait to watch this summer. Every ball on Triple M Cricket and every ball on the list now. Welcome to the GOAT, Nathan Lyon. How are you, brother? I'm going well, mate. How are you? Mate, very, very well. On the eve of the series, how are you feeling? Uh, yeah, pretty excited. A few nerves starting to creep in here and there, but uh, no, pretty pumped, to be honest. How's the preparation been in this COVID world? Obviously not getting out and being able to play too much cricket. How have you guys been the last couple of weeks? Mate, to be honest, it's, it's been long. It's been, it feels like I've been in, in Queensland for about uh, a month and a half now. Um, it, it's ridiculously long, but it's been brilliant. Now, obviously coming, doing quarantine with the World Cup lads after they won is such a big high for the likes of Marcus Harris and myself. Um, so we really enjoyed that. But our, our preparation training has been exceptional. So we're flying. So pretty pretty keen to get out there tomorrow. What was it like when they came in from uh, from winning that World Cup? Uh, obviously, you are watching it like the rest of us. It gave us all a big boost. But what was it like just to see them when they came into camp? Uh, it was pretty amazing, to be honest. Obviously, they didn't really get much time to, to celebrate because they won the, won the game. Then they, they flew out at 7 a.m. the following morning. So... They, when they arrived, there was a few tired eyes and they went and had a nap, but uh, then uh, then they were back down. And we were allowed, very fortunate, allowed out and we had, all sat around and had a beer and Marcus and myself even jumped on the on the end of that and had a couple of beers with them. But uh, Mitch Marsh, even 14 days, oh, about 12 days in, Mitch Marsh was still wearing his medal around his neck so and <laughs> wanted to be called Norm Smith. So it was, uh, it was good times. Isn't it great when someone just shoves it up the press and, and, and so-called fans as well and steps up like a Mitch Marsh did this time? Oh, it was incredible. And, and to be honest, I'm so happy for him because he, he has um, gone through a wave of emotions, I dare say, playing playing cricket for Australia. And the thing is, he's got full support of every change room he walks into. He's, uh, he seems to be the heartbeat of, of the, especially the inside the team and the, the laughs and everything around that. So... He's, he's a very loved player within Australian cricket. So, yeah, I was very, very excited for him. That's fantastic. And and the crowds are back. You know, we're going to get your call from the crowds. And what's that like, uh, just to feel that it's going to be a full Gabba tomorrow? Uh, it's pretty special. Um, yeah, hearing that the first couple of days are sold out here at the Gabba. So, especially playing in Ashes series at home. And I know every, every cricketer probably says it, but it, it is a pinnacle. Um, so, yeah, that's why there'll be a few nerves tonight. Um, a lot of nerves in the morning, and uh, let's get cracking. Fantastic, Lino. What about the pitch? It looks a bit green. Put your uh, groundsman cap on there for a moment. Have you seen it? And uh, what will it look like, you think, uh, when the first ball's bowled? Um, to be honest with you, I, I think he's done a fantastic job at, at this stage without seeing a ball being bowled on it. Um, the amount of weather that we've had up here, uh, the crazy weather, it, it's been remarkable. So I think it's going to be a pretty good wicket. Um Probably a very typical Gabba wicket. Um, take last year's wicket out of probably wasn't the most typical wicket here at the Gabba that we've played on. But um, fingers crossed, it'll be a really nice wicket. Um, 
and a really good contest between bat and ball. That's that's what we want, and I dare say that's what the fans want as well. Yeah, exactly right, mate. And we want you to get that extra wicket, the 400th real quick. Has it been playing on your mind? I spoke to Hads the other day, and he said he'll play a straight bat. He'll say that it's not on his mind, but you'll just want it out of the way super quick so you can just move on. I will try and play a straight bat, but uh, to be honest with you, it has been on my mind because um, it's been about eight months or nine, close to ten months since we played a test match. So it's been it's been a long time coming. Um, but more more importantly, it's been an unbelievable prep going into this. So I know I'm ready. Even walking around tennis and point with with Brad um, with the dogs, uh, <laughs> he's always give me a piece of advice and everything like that. So it's um, I'm waiting for your phone call. But uh, it hasn't come through yet. <laughs> no, he's definitely up for it. He'll call you this morning, but he probably thinks that he's given you enough advice. But certainly Brad Haddon will be part of the Triple M cricket team all summer, which is going to be fantastic. And, mate, from, from your point of view, when you look back at the 399 so far, can you remember the first wicket? Do you remember the, the 100th, the 200th, the three? Are you one of those sort of um, Glenn McGrath-type minds when it comes to your wickets? Yeah, 100%. Um, I could I could probably sit here and go through the milestone ones, but uh, I won't bore you. I know I know this is a big time radio, so um, <laughs> I, I won't bore you with all that and put all the listeners to sleep. So the first we can go through the first one though, and what what you felt like there because it came pretty quickly, didn't it? Uh, yeah, obviously I'm never gonna, never going to forget that one. Um, so yeah, obviously first ball and test match um, <laughs> cricket, um, it's been well documented. So. Yeah, something that uh, I'll probably be even more fond of when when uh, when I call stumps on my career. But um, plenty of cricket left yet. Absolutely, Lino. What about uh, the England team? Um, we hear that uh, James Anderson is available to be selected, but they decided to to rest him for the second test, the pink ball test. Were you surprised by that news that came out? Uh, no, 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 not at all. We we kind of guessed that anyway. Um, we obviously understand and uh, recognise the how big a player Jimmy Anderson is and a superstar cricketer he is. And, and when you look at the, um, the pink ball and how, how he bowled out here a couple of years ago with it and you see the effect that he had on the game. So, no, we're not surprised. Um, but you look at that England squad, they've got some really decent cricketers and some superstars through that and some emerging young cricketers as well. So it's going to be a really good challenge for us, to be honest with you. Um, but saying that, yeah, not surprised that Jimmy's not playing the first one. Lino, is it a little bit different now between the teams because so many of you are friends, so many of you play in various, you know, teams and, and uh, you know, one-dayers and T20 comps around the world? Are you, are you more mates now than ever? You get to see each other more? Um, yeah, you probably can say that. Um, even We're staying at the same hotel, so you, you get, I was in, in the lift with Stokes the other day, which was a bit weird. We had a decent chat going down Stockton at every level, um, but... <laughs> It is different um, compared to the old old days, uh, and that's just the beauty of, of the game. Like we're in a very fortunate position that we're allowed to we're actually allowed to be mates with anyone around the world, and we get to get to pass on so many different knowledge. Uh, I was only sitting down at the bar a couple of nights ago having a beer with uh, Ashley Giles talking about spin bowling. So, like that that that's the beauty of our game. But saying that, when when we when we get over the line, it's game on. There won't be many mates out there then, um, but. At the end of the series, no doubt we'll sit around and have a beer or two. Exactly right. And that's what, as a, as a cricket lover, but no one not good enough to ever play at your standard. That's what I love about cricket as well. The fact that it's there is a sense of community, a sense that the game is bigger than everyone. You're a part of it now, but it, you want to leave it in a, in, a, in a bigger, stronger place than where you left it. And these type of relationships can be, you know, life life changing and and also for life. 
Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Well, you just look at uh, my relationship with Joe Root. Like, we actually played grade cricket before we played, and both of us started playing international cricket. So um, that, that was a probably a big, big eye-opening for me. And um, so it's, it's interesting to, to see that grow and, and really have that relationship off, off the field. But um, I'll tell you one thing, I'll be doing everything I can to get him out come, uh, come tomorrow morning. Absolutely. What about Joe Root, though? Like, you know, people have always said the Australian team will, will go after the captain. If you get on top of the captain, then that's a good chance of winning the series. Is that how you guys still think? Oh, yeah, 100%. Obviously, you you look at their, their batting lineup and you and you can try and target a couple of guys. But saying that, you've you got to be very careful. There's so much respect in this game and Mother Cricket will bite you on the backside before you know it if you don't pay much respect. So there's, there's from my angle, there's plenty of respect there. But um, you're right. If we can try and target a couple of the big players like Joe Root, who is the number one batter in the world, then the likes of Stokesy um, and put put those guys under pressure for long periods of time, then hopefully that will um, leak down to the um, up-and-coming cricketers. Absolutely. Well, uh, mate, thank you so much for joining us so close to, to game day. It's going to be an absolute ripper. And I reckon you've got probably five, six years left, something like that. Then you've got a spot in the Triple M commentary team. You're just up our alley, big fella. It'll be fantastic to uh, to call the next GOAT uh, with you up here at Triple M. So hopefully that's a part of your plans moving forward, but not for quite a few years yet. Thanks for joining us on Triple M Cricket, brother. Uh, pleasure, mate. I look forward to sitting up in the box with you. So um, we'll see how we go, but not just yet. No, five or six years to go. Good on you. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Cheers. For Cooper's Mild Ale, Triple M rocks the ashes.